Blog Talk Radio. Collectively Rewilding is an online forum for learning, sharing, and teaching the skills needed to enhance our experience in the natural world. We're looking for the best mentors, guides, and instructors who can teach a variety of natural skill sets. If you've got something to share, we have the platform to help you make a difference for free. If you are more interested in learning and expanding your abilities in nature, please join us as a member to explore the world of rewilding. Join us at www.collectivelyrewilding.com today. I'm Diana from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Ross and myself every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while we deliver the truth about what's really going on in the world. You don't want to miss our shows. See you then. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty Lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific Time, for the Living with Freedom Show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. 
Hello, I'm Mike. My birthing partner and I just got our new Lysmic Freedom Microchips. These microchips are awesome. They help me keep the freedom I used to before enrolled into Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology. I am Shmar. I am friends with Mike and his birthing partner. We met at SHIT. I am a liberal media major. I also just got a Lysmic Freedom Microchip. SNSHIT recently mandates everyone on campus get their Freedom Microchip. I jumped on the Lysmic joint. This freedom chip grants me the freedom to go everywhere I was allowed to before COVID. Now this chip tells me when I am and am not allowed to go outside. It also tracks my boosters. If I'm not up to date on a chip, it tells me when I need to get it by. This chip is sweet. Without this freedom chip no one is allowed on our campus. I scan my hand whenever I want to pay for something. It also calls for an ambulance when I get another heart attack from a booster. Which is totally not a heart attack from them getting a gene therapy. These freedom chips are free. You can go to any drugstore or China Mart. An employee with inserted in your wrist. Remember, it is not the mark of the beast. You just need to let Lysnik track and trace your every move. You just need a freedom chip to buy, sell, work, and live. When you get a microchip, look for the Lysnik Freedom Microchips. They are sweet. Hello everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night I fight for organic GMO free food. During the day I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with Globalist, The Wiretap, The Millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. Broccoli Man on Rumble.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on FreedomizerRadio.com Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show right here on FreedomizerRadio.com Now sit back and enjoy the show. Fight, 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 fight,
Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Truth Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I'm thankful and happy to be with you again after a two-week layoff. Even though the first week was not by choice, our, our host was down for two weeks, but we are back. We are live. It's January 2nd, 2024, in case somebody does not think we're live. We should have a co-host here in a little bit, hopefully. We have Adrian joining us here since it's Tuesday. And if anyone wants to be a part of the show tonight, the call-in number is 319-527-6208. Just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into the conversation. All right, so a lot of stuff has gone on in two weeks. All right, I'm still uploading here because normally when we have a co-host, uh, I could talk and upload at the same time. So doing that right now. So there are states lining up. I think there's 28 states altogether that have something in play to take Trump off of the ballot based on 
insurrection, which he was never charged or convicted of. Just hearsay, basically. And we'll see what happens. And see, this is what happens. History just uh, repeats itself when people don't know it. So the, the last time a person was taken off the ballot due to feelings getting hurt was Abraham Lincoln. And we realized that that turned into a civil war at that time. You could say slavery, but uh, that, that might be part of it. But a lot of it was that Democrats were afraid Abraham Lincoln would win the election. So they, they tried taking him off the ballot and he, in a few states, and he won anyway. So I, I don't think that the Supreme Court is going to decline this. I, I think they will. Uh, they will go ahead and rule whether or not he can be taken off the ballot, even though uh, there, the only way he can be taken off the ballot is he has to be 35 years of age or older, which he is. He has to have been born in the U.S., which he was. And he cannot be charged with, uh, maybe not charged, he cannot be convicted or found guilty of insurrection, which to this day, he still has not, he still has not been charged, convicted, anything. So you could take somebody off a ballot, uh, in essence, just for feelings. And so that, that's what this is going to be about here. And so you have, you have people saying that all the Republican judges, the, the ones that Trump appointed, Alito and Clarence Thomas, should all recuse themselves because they're going to say that Trump is legally on the ballot and that's not fair. So we should let Kagan... Katanji Jackson and Sotomayor decide, and, and Justice Roberts, uh, I guess. Those four, it, it's probably okay if those four, just on their own, go ahead and vote for this or vote against it because they're, they're Democrats. So that that's the play right now. So... I don't think it will hold up. I, I do think that the American public by now realizes something is going wrong. They don't really understand what it is, but they know that that Trump mugshot made a big difference in a lot of people. And, that, and, and now you see Trump gaining with young people as well as, uh, as, well as Hispanics. Everybody sees the game right now. Unless you're one of these diehard radical commies. Even the black population, I wouldn't be surprised if in six months it's almost 60-40. I think right now it might be at like 
maybe 68-32 for Brandon. It might be two-thirds even. Maybe it's two-thirds Brandon, one-third one Trump, but that could change. I, I see Trump gaining. The only people that are that are are staying with him are people that are devout communists right now, or or they have Trump derangement syndrome, and they're they're still they're still on that CNN Kool Aid. I, I just think that the average person that pays bills, maybe not the. The elites, because either their name's on the Epstein list, or or they make enough money, they're not living paycheck to paycheck. And Adrian's here. I just want to finish my point. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, you don't really care about the fact that that uh, they're trying to screw the 99% because they're not the 99%. They don't care. They're doing just fine. The, the Taylor Swifts of the world and the, the Billy Joe Armstrong, which made it a point to change his song, which I, I'm not a – I'm one of those anti-Green Day fans to begin with. I, I I don't know which band offends me more from the 90s, Pearl Jam or, or Green Day. And to, to do that, well, I, I'm going to put Rage for the Machine in there as well. Any of those three bands, pick a band, depending on my mood that day, they're – they're my most overrated band of the of the nineties. And Offspring would be a solid number four. They're right behind them. I I lived through nineties music. I listened to it at the time, but I, I can't listen to it anymore. And uh, and just Green Day trying to act cool because he supports communism, or I, I don't know if he supports communism or supports Hamas. I don't know which, but. Either way, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not recommending. Let's go ahead and bring Adrian in here. I haven't talked to Adrian in a, in a few weeks, so Adrian, thank you so much for being here tonight. I didn't cue up the uh, the applause, so it's implied. Hey, yeah, no, of course, I'm glad to be back. I am so happy to be on air again. It was like every single day for the last two weeks, I've been stressed over what are we going to do about the show. Because I'm not ready to go find a new home. Yeah, and our speaker, uh, we got cut short last time. Yes. Yeah, so I haven't booked any guests uh, because I I was hoping that we'd come back yesterday. But who knows? Maybe the tech people had two weeks off and, uh, and they came back and fixed it. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, do you know what was going on? Was it just like a... Like, no, I, I wish I could tell you. I, I, I don't have a clue. I, I just have a gut feeling that they let some people have two weeks off for Christmas and New Year's, and and we were just left out in the cold. Yeah. That's kind of what I feel. It has been pretty cold. Are you in Texas right now? Yes, I am in Texas. Um, it's very interesting here. This is my first time being in Texas for more than a day or so, just out kind of doing, like, some field research and some networking. And they have very interesting snacks here, Proof. Like, um, what city are you in? Um, 
we were near Bastrop area, San Antonio for a little while. Um, okay. I'm actually not exactly sure what city we're in right now, but they definitely have some very interesting snacks, like, you know, like beef jerky strips and then like just I'm really impressed with the snacks here. <laughs> I don't know. I've had fried butter and fried Kool-Aid. Uh, that that, that that's, uh, doesn't get any more weirder than that. What? Fried butter and fried Kool-Aid. How does that even happen? Uh, I don't know. I don't make it. I just uh, I, I went to a, uh, a fair once, and they told me that I had to try it, so I did. So... I don't under how do you fry Kool-Aid? I'm a little I'm a little interested. Oh, I I think I had grape flavor. Grape fried Kool-Aid. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest thing in the world. I wouldn't say it sucked, but I, I wouldn't really do it again. That's not really my... So, what have you been doing the last couple of weeks? Really, I've just been working and just trying to organize projects and then kind of get an idea of, uh, like, speakers going forward. Hopefully, we'll have some stickers and things like that um, pretty soon going forward. I didn't want to book a speaker tonight i wasn't sure um with everything some people Uh, asking if they could be on and i i couldn't book anybody because we don't want to uh we don't want to tell somebody that we're we're messed up and we got to have you call back i i don't want that again yeah yeah what have you been up to um well, let's see. I I, uh, I had to use up vacation time at work, so I ended up. Uh, let's see, the 18th, I worked, and then had the 19th, 20th, 21st off at my day job. Worked Friday, and then had uh, had Monday off. Just worked my day job, and then uh, that was pretty much it. Nothing nothing terribly important to to note here. But it's cool. I saw that there's a allegedly a new COVID variant that is a, <laughs> a risk to 30% of the U.S. population. Right, and they're trying to say that that uh, it's mostly due to the the biggest side effect is heart failure. Interesting. So go get your gene therapies because we need to stop this heart failure. Yeah, that's interesting. And and the more people that go run out and get their gene therapies, the more heart attacks there's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. Are people still taking those? I don't think that they're taking them anymore, are they? Not that I'm aware of, but if they could sell people on scam wearing, then the, if, if you have to wear scams and they tell you the only way you don't have to wear a scam is if you get 
if you get the uh, the gene therapy. And then guess what? After they sell you on getting your gene therapy, they'll tell you, well, you got to wear the scam anyway. Yeah, I mean, did anybody go for their third booster? Now that that's what they did last time. They told they told everybody if you get the gene therapy, then you don't have to wear a scam. And then three weeks later, oh, guess what? Everybody has to wear a scam. They think everybody has etch a sketch heads. Etch sketch. That's what they think it is. Can, can you just imagine, though, they, they sell you the same play that they just ran that we're mocking openly, and they're, and they're running the same play. Yeah, they think that we're dumb. We're not very intelligent, and that they're really going to get away with what they're doing, what they've done. Right, but then right, right when they, right when they're about to get caught, and right, right before they, they are are noted publicly, then they shift focus. So like, as soon as Dr. Froddy was found out that he was a fraud, then they brought Ukraine in, and then once everybody knew that uh, Zelensky was a fraud and the Russia war is a fraud, then they start with Israel. And once all these nations are not supporting Israel. Uh, or, or Hamas, and they don't want any part of this war. Guess what? We got to start up something new again. Yeah, I mean, I would just really be surprised if people fall for that again. I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. It's just like when I saw that variant, like new variant, it's just such a joke. I don't know. Like, I don't know how anybody could really think that. You know, like you know, I don't know how they could fall for it again. Oh, well, you you could have a bunch of Democrat voters that'll fall for it, I guess. And as long as as long as twenty percent of the public falls for it, I guess they'll try to institute it because they figure enough people are sheep. The average person does not like the tyranny, but they'll put up with it because they're they're afraid of not being allowed to get groceries. So. Even though if everybody stood up and said no, then you wouldn't be yelled at. But because because of all these people are just afraid of their own shadows, that they get away with stuff. And they think to themselves, well, I'll put this scam on and I'll work for 10 hours a day, even though I can't breathe. But at least I get to work. And uh, I'll just do it so so they don't yell at me. I'll give this company $250 for groceries, even though they'll, they'll force me to wear a scam and I'll do it. But uh, I, I don't want to, but I'll do it because I just don't want anybody to say something to me. That's how it is. I think a lot of that too, like that fear in society of somebody being upset with you and like, is this person going to be upset with me? Am I going to get in trouble? Honestly, I think that, you know, the more I've looked at Alice Miller and just things about childhood, that's really rooted kind of in childhood, this conditioning to obey, you know, like children need to obey and not question orders, things like that. It starts in childhood. 
Well, I, I look at it this way, that, you know, you know me with running barefoot is legal. So if I, if I could do that, then uh, wearing a scam is, is, uh, is definitely not going to happen. I'm not, I'm not scared of one. Why, why would I be scared of the other? just don't care anymore and the thing is if everybody else just acted that way then we'd get done with this but too many people uh, are just afraid of of somebody saying something yeah it's kind of like a, it is kind of like it's like they're grown adults in society that are afraid to get uh you know like scolded or anything said to them like you said about not complying and it really is like a child too if you think about it like children are afraid of getting in trouble like oh what if mom or dad find out and it's now that's just you know and that's you know your neighbor or like what if your neighbor says something to you or doesn't want to talk to you anymore and it's like very similar concepts Well, fortunately in Texas, I don't think they're going to push the scams too far there. Yeah, I've heard some about, you know, this state potentially succeeding. Um, I don't know where they're at with that, but I know it's common for meetings to be held about that and not it's one of the states that are closer to doing it than other states. And uh, the way I look at it, though, if, if, if Brandon wants to sue Texas to, to let those illegals in as much, as many that can come in, then they, they do have the abilities to secede. And then, then they won't get their, their chosen illegals to move in 15, 20,000 a day. Yeah, that might be what it takes. I would that would be very interesting in you know like getting a film and going down there and interviewing people. Oh, people do that though. People are coming from any country, not not just Venezuela. Uh, they're they're coming from the Middle East. You got you got military from China that's moving in. They don't care. And they got these Democrat dumbasses that are saying, let all these military-age men move here because if they, if they will join our military, then they'll get instant citizenship. Oh, I don't hear any rain at all, just to answer you. Okay, good. Because to just think, you get somebody, you get somebody from China you get two or three people from China in one platoon, and then they could just go up and uh, they could learn all the secrets and, and work it against them. And they're going to look like dumbasses. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a bunch of different videos. Different people have showed me from uh, different areas of the border where it's like different different countries uh, mm-hmm. 
mostly uh like you know like kind of like military age kind of males i don't know uh it's interesting yeah 89% of the immigrants moving in or illegals coming in are are from uh, are are military age men no kids no no spouses no family just military age men ready to serve And that, that that's what we're protecting. Yeah, it's strange. It was strange to see that. Um, I just like I would really like to see it in person for myself. I don't know. I figure I've seen oh, enough that? videos. I, I, I'm I'm good with never having to see it, to be honest. <laughs> but not in a way that Kamala Harris and, and Brandon don't have to see the border, because if they don't see it, it doesn't exist. I, I'm saying I know it exists and I know how bad it is. So I, I don't want to see it because I know how bad it is. It's just pathetic. Yeah, I haven't seen anything from Kamala, period, the whole time she's been vice president. What has she been doing? Uh, well, she comes out to say something stupid every so often. But not lately. Her job is to just keep her hole shut right now because they uh, they don't want to put her up there because they're they're trying to win an election. I mean, I've barely, I don't think I've seen any speech from her, period, the whole time she's been vice president. I never see her in, like, photos or anything. I'm just wondering, like, where does she live? Like, what does she do? And, like, where is she? Well, she has much worse polling numbers than Brandon, believe it or not. So her job is to is to stay as far away as possible and just let them bash Trump, and and that's it. That's the goal. That's their winning strategy. Don't do a thing, and uh, and let uh, let the George Soros appointed attorney generals start going after Trump, and and that's how we're going to win. We're going to win by by using the old communist playbook. I mean, I think there's a lot of sketchy things that happen at the polls, not even in this past election, but ones in the past, uh, you know, I've just talked to a lot of voters about different things, you know, they've experienced. And this one lady was saying, you know, she worked at the polls and that there were these, like, ladies that were actually Democrats. But, like, a while back, like many years ago, they, like, dressed up like George Bush supporters. And they were just, like, going in and acting certain types of ways and, like, hand, like, 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 handing things out in there and and you know you're not supposed to do that when you're in there, you know, nothing with the candidate's name on it, anything like that.
So what did, what did you work on since Christmas? Um, like, do you mean like my project? Yeah. Well, I'm waiting on some things to go through, um, with my coaching program and then I'm waiting to hear about potentially a teaching abroad program that would most likely begin online but then maybe go to Mongolia for a short contract there. Okay. I've never really thought about going to Mongolia. It's one of those countries I really don't know a lot about. Um, but it just kind of the offer just kind of came up, and I've been looking to kind of go abroad to add to my resume for the teaching English as a foreign language. And uh, I've been wanting to go out of the country for a bit just to kind of explore around. Have you been out of the country? I've never been out of the country, actually. Really? Yeah. Is there anywhere that you'd like to go? Um, well, my wife's mom lives in Tasmania, so I, I wouldn't mind going to check that out. And then uh, we have some good Freedomizer friends that live in Costa Rica. I wouldn't even mind going to see El Salvador right now either because of how how the the president there is running the country. Someone said uh, something about going to Argentina. Yeah, because of the new president there, right, yes. Yeah. It's funny how a good president will, will make people want to go there. Yeah, good leaders, you know, um, attract more tourists. To the nation. See, what happens is you have good leaders that bring money into the country. Bad leaders don't want any money coming in, and they'd rather they'd rather run they they'd rather be president over the ruins than allow people to succeed. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, this is being done on purpose, you know. It's clear. It's those of us that have critical thinking skills. Uh, we know what's happening. I just, what, what, like, what blows my mind still is just the, the tactics and the strategies that they've used to divide the United States and to polarize mm-hmm. us so radically um, into the state that we are right now where you could not even have a conversation with people. Um, I think it's really dangerous and it's just mind blowing to me that that is where we are and that people can't see that, that the left can't see that they've been like emotionally manipulated. And then, you know, the right, you know, like it's just it's just so interesting from a sociological standpoint and a psychological like viewpoint, knowing that their psychological operations have 
I mean, been successful with that polarization in the United States. <laughs> well, they they figure that that they, they can use this playbook over and over again, and most people aren't going to see it. So they'll copy it because they, they don't know any better. That's what they gamble on. So we have people that will know, but is it enough? And I don't know the answer to that. I think that a lot of the answers are going to have to just come from the community. You know, you can't trust politicians. Politicians only correct under political pressure. Well, it's not even, I don't even know if it's political pressure. I think it's pressure from BlackRock. Well, if they're capable of shame, then they'll crack under political pressure from the public. But if they're not capable of shame, then they don't really care what their constituents say anyway. And no matter really how much, mm-hmm. you know, you'll just have to primary them. There's no option because if they're not capable, not everybody is capable of shame. One of my friends said that before, and it seems to hold true. But, uh, hey, uh, I'm just happy we've been on for 45 minutes and we haven't cut out once. Yeah. It looks like we're going to be good steps, for, like, the rest of the night. Yeah. So, uh, at some point, we have to catch up on, on all the broccoli mans. Oh, yeah. You have a couple of them? What is there, Three? I think. Yeah, I don't think we made it to, before we cut off the last time, I don't think that we made it. But if you have anything else you want to go over first. Not at the moment. When some of my projects are a little further along, I will talk about them more. Um, but I'm still working out a few things link-wise and with the website, but I do want everyone to know that we should have stickers soon, and then shirts coming after, but stickers first. Okay. So, uh, I, I guess we can... Yeah, we can get some broccoli mans in here. Um, all right, so let's do liberal person first. All right, let me see what we have here. And if anybody wants to call in, well, we'll we'll take some calls. It's been a couple weeks since I've talked to a to a caller. The phone number is three one nine five two seven six two zero eight. Press one on your phone. 
Yeah, we can get started on this in the meantime here. And then we'll get into some news afterwards. This one's called War Over Peace, and it has liberal person. I don't know if you've seen liberal person. I think you have, but I can't confirm it. I'm curious when that Epstein client list is going to come out, though. We might never know. We might never see it. No, I know. They were supposed to put it out this week, but who knows? All right, let me know when you're ready. All right, I'm good to go whenever you're ready. Okay. All right, so uh, War Over Peace. I'll go ahead and get it going right now. Three, two, one, action. In one of these apartments, we have someone who has about 12 kilos of fentanyl. I think he works for the government. Anyway, I am about to capture him and get this filth off the streets. Yag. After this I am going to have a nice dinner tonight. I have been craving some fabulous linguine and clams with some nice sautéed broccoli. Maybe even some tiramisu and a cannoli for after dinner. I know a spot that does keto pasta and keto desserts. I sure hope I do not have to hear from G Globalist again today. Or the wiretap telling me I need have a scam on my face. Scams suck. Hey broccoli person, I hate you so much. How dare you talk about eating clams and cannolis. You should be like me. I am a trans vegan that wears scams when I go into places. Also, people that work are stupid. You should be in support of universal basic income. I actually like putting criminals behind bars. Besides, who do you think will pay the universal basic income? You fool. Don't you know the universal basic income is free from the government? Okay, I will play along. How do you get this free money? It is easy. You just do things that are loving and liberal. As long as you do what the government says, you will get your stipend. So, then that means we should all be government slaves? I am not a tool of the government. Nolts like you keep thinking everything is a conspiracy. You act like all the governments will merge into one and have a new world order and a one world government. That will never happen. Even if it did happen, it does not affect me. I already support the Democrat Party China, Ukraine and Hamas. I even do the LGBTQ plus for Hamas marches that are mostly peaceful. Besides, I am a trans vegan that believes in banning all fossil fuels. If you want to ban all fossil fuels, then no one will have any goods or services. No food will be in stores. Everyone will starve. That is better for the earth. 
Even John Kerry and Bill Gates say to stop growing food and then even chopping down all trees. We need to bury all trees so they do not take carbon. We need zero carbon on Earth. How do you think we will get to zero carbon if they do not kill off all the people? We are the carbon they want to exterminate. You are wrong broccoli person. They only want to put Republicans in FEMAC camps. And people who are against the current thing and also those who have a religion or a cisgender. Okay so basically everybody that the globalists cannot control. Hey broccoli person. There is no such thing as a global government. When you say that it makes people think you are crazy. You might want to mix in some actual news in your diet of TikTok and Instagram reels of dancing. You might want to look up how in May 20th. 24, there will be a secret meeting among all nations to join the World Health Organization. They are going to give the sovereignty of their countries to the WHO so that they can rule over everyone. That will not happen. This is America. We are getting all kinds of rights because we are loving and liberal. What kind of rights are you getting? Lots of rights. Brandon legalized us that men's and non-binary peoples can get pregnant. We can smoke crack any place and anywhere we want. We can take things from a store without paying as long as it is under $1200. And also we are now allowed to pee and make cracks on the streets. We can also now show children's our junks. How are those considered freedoms? We call that the collapse of society. Stop blaming me because you are too scared of communism. Scared of communism? I enjoy having a house, food in my pantry, and a car to drive. You need to do your research on Klaus Schwab. He says we need to own nothing and to eat Z-bugs. Your generation needs to know you can no longer own stuff. I get my lies and a cut free or microchip so I can go into a whole paycheck and not have to stand in line to buy food. I can go to any store and put my wrist up against a screen instead of inserting my debit card. You might want to learn about Revelation 13 through 20. It tells you not to receive the mark of the beast. You are a fool for not accepting this. You will not be allowed to buy, sell or live. Getting a chip is loving and liberal. Oh, no thank you. I serve God and only God. If you love God you will support Hamas because they are exterminating the Jewish population. Just like Adolf tried to do. Oh wow. You are supporting a guy that tried to take over the world in their 1940s and had millions of people put in camps and killed? Yes, because I am loving and liberal. You do not support him because you have too much hate inside your body. Excuse me? Didn't you see the Harvard VIP talk about how it is okay to bully Jewish students? Yes. And the people that donate billions of dollars pulled their money out of those schools and said they do not support that statement. Then that person either got fired or resigned. They should not have gotten fired. That is racist. You support racism. That was a hate crime for firing her. So now you are saying it is not racist to say you want one side of people to perish. But not the other side. When both sides are just regular people who have done nothing to no one. Yes. All day yes. 
It shows you are loving and liberal. I am on the side of peace and no war. That's because you bees is a dumb Trump supporter. Trump will start more wars if he gets in office. Brandon is all about peace. That is why he said they can fight Russia, Taiwan, Iran, Venezuela, and all the Americans that share the tweet of Donald Trump all at the same time. This is the first time in our history where America is considered the bad guy on all of these wars. Anyone that has to put its own citizens in camps, have them assassinated, or silences their own people's speech is never the good side. That is what Trump is doing. That is why he set up January 6th. Actually, videos have come out showing that the January 6th rally was a setup. Many hundreds of feds and police were the ones that infiltrated and caused damage. At the rally even Trump told people to be peaceful. Not like the Antifa members. Antifa wasn't is always very peaceful. That is why when they set buildings on fire and beat people up or kill them, they never get charged with the crime. Bruh. The city is always nice enough to support Antifa by putting stacks of rocks and bricks right in front of the buildings. So there. Huh? Hey everyone. This is why you cannot argue with liberals. They have no information, and only accept into their pea brains what the fake news told them. Or what is trending on social media. Get educated. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to learn so that you can be informed. Go to freedomizerradio.com and click on Listen Live. I would also recommend click on the freedomizerradio.com show schedule and find other shows on the network. freedomizerradio.com why are you recruiting other hateful bus bags who do not support war so we can have peace? Everyone needs to know that China, Hamas, and Ukraine is the way of the future. Not hate-filled America that complains when 40 million illegals a year come in here and just want their universal basic income. Illegals need their stipends so they do not have to work when they get here. At least they will all vote Democrat, if we find out you voted for Trump. We will hunt you down and attack you because we are loving and liberal. Alright, so that was an episode. I hope I hope that was okay. Adrian, you're still with me, right? Yes, I'm with you. I was muted. Yeah, no, that was okay. uh, that was really funny. And the uh, part about the World Health Organization, I had heard something about that recently, and I'll have to look back through my files, but I saw something. It was something about – it was something in regards to, like, regaining sovereignty from the World Health Organization. Um, but I saw it, like, a couple months ago, and – I like it was one of those things where I skimmed it but didn't fully read it and I just kind of saved it for later. But it made me think about that. Yeah, so if the World Health Organization decides that we have to give up guns because it's a, it's a pandemic, then they could bring in, 
the United Nations police to come in and and take our stuff. Um, why would they take guns because of a pandemic, though? Uh, well, it's it's written that, that they have sovereignty over every nation in the world. So if they want to take down a nation, they could do that. That's written somewhere? I'm not denying it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did I lose you, Adrian? I don't think I lost Adrian, but I'll give her a minute. There you are. I hear you somewhat. Yeah, yeah. It could. It, I couldn't hear you for a second. Um, oh. Well, I don't know what I said, so I, I wasn't taking notes. But we were discussing the World Health Organization. Yeah, that part in the showed, um, it made me think of that article. Yeah, so all signs are pointing to a civil war. If, if we're going to give sovereignty to the World Health Organization, and, uh, and we're going to take Trump off the ballot at the same time. I don't think people really want that. Unless you're a liberal person. Or a millennial. All right. It sounds like you are you having some tech issues there? No, I was no, I was muted. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I thought we were talking. I didn't think you had to mute yourself, but go ahead if you have oh, something. I thought I thought you were still talking. No. You don't have to mute just because yeah, I'm I talking. I don't know. I want... you to butt in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't want, uh, like, there, it's thunderstorming here, so okay. I don't know if that's, like. Hey, I don't mind hearing it. It's like been a long here. time since I've heard a thunderstorm. I'm okay with that. <laughs> it doesn't rain a lot there. Uh, we get thunderstorms every so often. I remember we had a guest on a long time ago, Bob Chapman, rest in peace. He was living in Uruguay, I think, or Paraguay, one of them. And it was a huge thunderstorm. And it, you you could hear, you you could, it sounded like it, it was just right next door, just like That's how crazy. you and I are talking. It was really weird. But it was cool at the same time. Yeah. Sounds like a, a hurricane or something. Yeah, the the eerie feeling in Florida before pre-hurricane or pre-storm is is very interesting. I never did get to go to Publix and get one of those hurricane cakes, though. Oh, you know what you need to get? Proof is you need to get those Olipops. I'm pushing them on everybody. I'm an Olipop pusher. It's like a prebiotic soda. No, I've seen them. I just never drank them. Because oh, yeah, uh, really if, if it's like kombucha, 
There's only one flavor of kombucha I can I can say I actually like. No, it's not like that. It's like a soda. It almost is like a soda, but it's not. You don't feel bad after it. Yeah, the strawberry vanilla is really good. And then they got a ginger ale flavored one. Uh, I, I, I don't really drink soda, except I, I do have Zevias from time to time. Zevias like the only soda I'll drink. But I'll, if, if I see an Olipop, I'm not opposed to it. I just see like $2.29 for a can of soda. I'm like, no, nah, that, that's not worth it. Yeah, I think it's worth it. Well, it might maybe after you try it, but if you haven't tried it, I'm just not willing to to put down two dollars and thirty cents on a on a soda on one can of soda that I may or may not like. I highly recommend. Okay. They have a lot right, of different so flavors. Next... Like, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say they have a lot of different flavors, like cream soda, stuff like that. I like cream soda. Soda, but not all the nasty ingredients that are in soda. And it's yeah, a prebiotic. I don't, I don't do so. phosphoric acid. So the only time ever in, say, the last, uh, I'll just say 15 years, the only time I'll ever try a soda is if I go to Five Guys and they have some weird combination that I will take a sample of. And by sample, you know, I'm, I'm meaning like I'm meaning like two to four ounces. Like, if they have grape flavored uh, mellow yellow or something, or a peach sprite, I, I will try dumb stuff like that, just because I, I need to understand the combination. But it's it's like only two to four ounces. Like it just barely touches, and I don't do ice either, so I, I just yeah I, I, I do don't enough get just to sample, and then I'll. Then I'll fill it with uh, iced iced tea after, but I I, I think uh, I don't know if they've put out anything new. Like I like apple flavored sodas, so if there was like an apple sprite, I'd be dumb enough to try it. Other than that, uh, I don't really do soda like that. Yeah, I've actually since I've been in Texas, I've drank some of theirs, and it didn't make me feel ill because I I don't drink normal soda. It makes me gross. But like the main root drinks that they have here they're pretty good yeah i just don't do phosphoric acid or or high fructose corn syrup or splenda so if it's made with normal stuff i'm i'm okay to try it but I, i don't make a habit out of it ever yeah no once i cut soda out i felt significantly better and i had more energy and less brain fog and just overall i felt better All right, so this next one here is the Millennials. I know you know them. Yeah. And and so one of the Millennials, her name is Sugar, she had a heart attack from getting a gene therapy. So I, I want to get that out of the way here. Okay, I'm ready whenever you are. All right. Okay, so if you're looking for these, 
These are on Rumble. Just look up Broccoli Man. This episode is Sugar Had a Heart Attack. So I'll count down. Action. So, player, what are you going to do during the break? Hey, Tori, did you hear about Sugar? She just had another heart attack. She went to the hospital a few days ago. No way, B. No one told me. We need to go see her. What happened? Lems got to gene therapy. Two hours later, she fainted and her parents too called the ambulance. They said that she had a heart attack. The hospital said it could be anything that gave her a heart attack. They said it was most likely climate change. But it's definitely not from the gene therapy. They said to it might be from breathing. Or even from seeing too many white people. It's just said that why do Jewish people get poor sugar heart attack? I hate white people. Especially cisgendered white males that are Christian, Catholic, or Jewish. Or even Mormon. If they are conservative or white, they have no place in this world. Hey Mike. You do know we can all see you, right? You are a white-ass Donald Trump player. Bruh. You take that fake news back right now and you need to put a scam on that face. At least I am black enough to know to never vote for Donald Trump. You fools think communism is not cool. I will always vote Democrat because I am black. We have been and will always be as oppressed. Them's hooked us up with our black and trans type ends. But we still oppressed. Oh no, it's that rockly dude again. Oh brother, this guy stinks! That dude says too much racist. They is big mad because I'm black and a trans. He wants me arrested because my birthing partner is trying to get me pregnant. I want to punch him in him's bullsacks. I hate him so much. Hey, Jamal, can I have to go to the rally to remove white people, Jews, Christians, Catholics, and Mormons from Southern Hampshire Institute and Technology? We need to also make sure Trump is not on the Republican ballot. He is going to arrest us for abusing black and trans. We need to put all them in FEMA camps before Trump puts us in FEMA camps. Wow. It sounds like you all are fools. You are the fool. We are communists. We are smart enough to do what we are told. We get our lives like a freedom microchips and always vote Democrat. Hey Mike, I don't think that makes you a better person, B. You shut up that face right now. You need to accept that I is going to rule over us and we can use lies like suicide pods. Dummies like you still want to have people live. I am always going to vote for Michael Robertson Obama. Michael Robertson Obama is a nice lady. Under communism, everyone is equal. You seriously believe that Bill Gates and Zuckerberg are going to give up their mansions and live on the streets with you? Well of course they would. They are old white dudes that are loving and liberal. They know they have to give everything they have for us black people. Mike, I see you are still white. And I thought you were a trans and going to whack off your kumquats and ice cream cone. Why are you so transphobic? All I am saying is if you are transitioning, 
you should be all about it and whack it all off. Celebrate your being a trans person. You bees is just upset we're going to keep our junks. Dude, if you are not going to transition, then aren't you just gay? Not that there's anything wrong with that. You take that back right now. That is very hateful. You're going to make me have a miscarriage. You people should stop beezing so pissed off we want to keep our junks. Every Christmas party should be like that one in Boston. That mayor refused to have anyone at their Christmas parties that were white. We are loving and liberal of everyone. Which is why we cannot let those evil white people from going to our parties. But what about you? Aren't you white? We can see you. You shut up right now. I can identify as whatever I want. Dude, if you want to be black, why don't you get a skin color change like Michael Jackson, B? I think we would all be better off if Israel just get their land to Hamas. Hamas is so peaceful and loving. We want to be the first peoples to do drag queen story time to Hamas peoples. We want to free Palestine. Well, you know they believe that if you are caught being gay, their religion says to behead you, right? They are not tolerant of anything woke. They do not even like anyone who is not supporting and adopting their religion. Facts, B. You shut up those faces right now. They will accept us because we are loving and liberal. Yeah. We are going to liberate those something that has. It's still better than having Trump as a president. Trump is worse than Mussolini, Putin, Pol Pot, Stalin, and Adolf all combined. Yeah. That something Darkar says he won't force everyone to wear scams or to get gene therapies. He said also that kids cannot read or know books in schools and not allowed to be as trans until they are 18. He is the worst of the worst. Whoever is going to vote for Trump is a racist. If that is true, then isn't everyone who supports Brandon a child predator? If someone has a Trump bumper sticker on their car or flies a U.S. flag, them something duck as neat and arrested and killed for treason. They're not allowed free speech. We already kicked those fools off for SHIT campus. They can play that racist high over in another state. Saying you are voting for Trump is not free speech. But if you have a Brandon sticker would they get removed also? Don't you have liberal bumper stickers on your car? Yes, but that is different. You're loving and liberal. Yeah, if you're not thinking like us, you need to be gone. We only support things that are communist. And woke. Definitely woke. I can't wait until Malik gets me pregnant so I can have an abortion after the baby is born. We are so loving and liberal. Hey everyone. Don't let your kids become woke and get indoctrined at these schools. Educate yourself. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to be updated about. Please listen live at freedomizerradio.com. Proof is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Also, check out their other shows on their Freedomizer schedule on freedomizerradio.com. Otherwise, we have more woke-topians like this. You take that back right now. You're just sus because I'm black and trying to get pregnant. My birthing partner will get me pregnant whether you like it or not. Can't know that.
you need to quit judging me for being loving and liberal. And when I get pregnant, have a baby, then have an abortion, then you've been abused so bad you can't do nothing about it. Come on Mike, we have to go to the rally for using trans peoples to have sex in public. Only trans peoples should have the right to show our junks and get in on whenever and wherever we want. You something duck ad just don't support that because you're all abusers transphobic. Adrian, that was episode two. So they're talking about about the gene therapy and that. And uh, so I got it here. The new COVID variant, allegedly, is COVID variant JN.1. And that's why they throw those letters and numbers out there, because people are not going to remember that sequence nor do they really care. So they could literally throw anything out there and, and fools will believe it because they're the doctors. I, yeah. I never had a thought of even getting one gene therapy, so I don't care how many they try to put out there. No, once I uh, started looking at the inserts, you know, I was never I was never really anti-vax, but I wasn't really ever pro-vax, you know, when I was in high school, I guess. I would think, you know, maybe they don't cause autism, but, you know, maybe they have some weird stuff in there like mercury and those things. But I wouldn't be surprised if they were causing autism. But, the, you know, the further I got along into my early 20s, I met a lady and she would post about the contradicting statements that the FDA and the CDC put out about vaccines and the contradicting statements where they call them both safe and effective and then unavoidably unsafe and so that kind of started getting my attention and I saw she was actually posting real scientific articles on what you know is in vaccines and then when I looked at the inserts for myself off of a website that is you know, like it's this, it's CDC, like it's like health gov- government health websites. I just thought it was so strange, like all the things that are in them, and then you wonder why do why are people having peanut allergies and egg allergies? And you know, there are, you know, there's vaccines that contain peanut oils and egg proteins and canine cells, canine kid and monkey kidney cells. I mean, that's just weird. Like, why would you inject that into people? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it's because they figure most people won't do their research. That's why. Yeah, it does make well, it does make sense in that sense, but it doesn't make sense for our health. You know what I mean? Like, you cannot, you know, one of my uh, good friends said, I think she said, uh, inject disease, expect disease. So when you're injecting these things into people, you can't expect health to come out of that. Funniest thing was with the scams, and they're trying to bring scams back in some areas. And uh, I, I literally heard this as an argument right before Christmas once uh, you heard some officials say, well, we know that there's stories that say scams don't work, and they don't, but it's the best thing that we have to protect ourselves against COVID. 
So can you imagine that? Yeah, All these I mean, studies that say scams whatever. don't work, you agree with it and say that's still the best thing you can do. Because they, they don't know how to sell it, and they know, the, everybody knows that the, the scams are frauds. So there, there's no reason to wear a scam except it, it promotes fear. Scams sell gene therapies. That's bottom line. Yeah, that illusion of health and safety. Yeah. That's all it is, is an illusion. It's a virtue signaling. Yeah. And just think, my, my scam protects you. And you're not protecting me, even though I'm the one wearing a scam. That's the dumbest thing ever. But that's kind yeah, of I mean, for you, that, that you're supposed to give up everything about you so that you can make everybody else feel good. That, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, they obviously haven't read the emails by Dr. Fauci himself, you know, those leaked emails where, you know, he literally said in the emails that it doesn't do anything. Right, but it doesn't matter. Because uh, a liberal is going to is going to uh, listen to any virtual signal because it makes them a better person. So if the media pushes it, then they're they're all for it because they they have FOMO, I guess they they have a fear of missing out or of being rejected. Well, I don't think it's that right this second because not enough people are actually wearing the scams. Yeah, I think that all of it kind of boils down to that, you know, that conditioning that we received in childhood to obey, never question your parents or anything they do, just obey, obey in school, repeat what you hear, and then the whole mix that with most people don't even have a very strong sense. I mean, they have somewhat of a sense of self, but, you know, it's usually just like kind of like this idea of who their ego is. You know, they don't really, they're not living their authentic self. Like they're often, you know, I know that's really oversaturated to say right now, but they're not living authentically to begin with. They're just kind of settling and moving through life on autopilot default mode and not, you know, consciously living their life and looking at, you know, like you get a lot of people, for example, voting, like they don't even know they're voting for until like a couple of days in, you you know, you'll, you'll, you'll talk to voters and talk to voters in the past and the election will be in like two or three days. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Um, and those people, you know, they're just trying to go along with life and enjoy their life. But I don't think that a lot of people really actually take into account that the government it is why we can't just live our lives peacefully because they 
impose like it goes into every part of life. No, that is true. By the way, I don't know if you have heard of this guy or not. I want to I want to talk about uh, about something in baseball for a quick second. Okay, yeah, I don't know anything about sports, but you know, whatever whatever you want to talk about. Well, it's it's only it's only about sports because there's a baseball player involved. Otherwise, it's not really about sports. There's a 22, 23-year-old that was on the Tampa Bay Rays named Wander Franco. And he was their megastar. He was given, as a 20-year-old, a $181 million contract for 10 years or something because he was going to be, like, the next big, young superstar. And he was caught during the middle of last year. Uh, he's married already, and he, he has had uh, sexual relations uh, while cheating on his wife with underage girls. Oh. And and so he actually was uh, on the run from the police, and he was picked up in the Dominican Republic. Was he charged so, yet? Uh, the, yeah, he's uh, he has to go to court still, but yeah, he's uh, he's wanted. And I I have a clip I was going to play. Can you imagine he's he's hanging out with uh with fourteen year olds and diddling them while while he's already married to, to somebody? That's about kids. Go ahead. The yeah, Wonder no, Franco is era is now over. As of a few days ago, they raided his house and he was nowhere to be seen, but he has now been found. In case you've been living under a rock, Wander Franco is a wanted man. You heard that right, after being MLB's top prospect, after making $182 million in a contract, his career would quickly come to an end. A woman lied about her age, and for whatever reason, Wander Franco believed it, and he would go out with this girl. He was also married, so he cheated on his wife with a minor. Later on, two other people came out against Wander Franco. Fast forwarding to last week, the authorities were searching for Franco. This entire situation was going on in the Dominican Republic. The age of consent is 18 years old, so if he was with a minor, which he was, then that would mean that he broke the law. This was obviously illegal for Wander Franco to do, and it was also very, very wrong. He was indeed a wanted man, being a mega millionaire one minute, and then the next minute he was wanted from the police and he was running. This morning, we got brand new Wander Franco news. Keep in mind, last week he did not show when he was summoned to the court. The last thing that we had heard was that he was nowhere to be found. But MLB reporter Hector Gomez came out with several reports this morning. Race star Wander Franco was found, and he was with his lawyers as of this morning. He had appeared at the district attorney's office somewhere in the Dominican Republic. In fact, he had a big smile on his face. But just look at his lawyers. They knew that shit was about to go down. They had a feeling. Again, according to Hector Gomez, Wander was interrogated by prosecutors. They interrogated him for several hours, and by the end of all of it, they came to the conclusion that he would be placed under arrest. 
the Dominican Republic did the right thing, and that's what you can commend them for. Considering they found enough evidence to arrest him in those hours, I would assume that MLB makes some sort of a decision on him very soon. They also said that Juan Franco will be taken in front of a judge on Wednesday. The prosecutors are expected to ask Wander to remain in jail with no bail, so he will be stuck in there. The $182 million Wander Franco saga is officially over, but just wait, it doesn't end there. Going back a few months ago, whenever he was first accused of all of this, it came out that this girl had lied about her age. Now, it was supposedly all because of her mother. Her mother supposedly wanted things like a car, she wanted a free car, she wanted free money, she wanted everything. Franco didn't end up giving them that, and the mother got very mad. And that's why he was exposed by this woman to begin with. As of earlier, when Franco was being interrogated, the 14-year-old's mother was also being detained. You heard that right. The mother was detained. Well, we don't know all the details, they were likely just trying to get information out of her and Wander Franco. So, in the end, that they would come to a conclusion, and they did. The Wander Franco era is over. He has been arrested. We'll see what happens as far as updates go in the next few days. But this was the news that everyone has been waiting for, and it has finally happened. I hope you guys enjoyed. Subscribe if you haven't already. Peace out. I just wanted to share that. Uh, I know you don't know much about the guy, but that was just a weird situation. Yeah, a lot of these people are sick and they're weird. And I think that maybe they don't even necessarily start. And I'll touch on that point in a second. Maybe they don't even necessarily start out as weird like pedos or greedy and uh, without a conscience. But I think that the more money people get and the higher, you know, they go on the social ladder, on a social scale, the more socially elevated that they are, the more money they get and recognition, it kind of just goes to their head, you know, and then, you know, maybe they get wrapped up in this and that and then the next thing you know so and so has like blackmail on you or you just get used to living a certain way and you've erased your conscience to the point where you really don't have one anymore i think that's what's happening to a lot of people that are elected officials and you know that are you know in like corporate america i think that that is what happens to a lot of them like the further up they go and the higher up they go that like, they just lose that sense of morality and humanness. Um, that's for the ones that didn't go in as a sociopath because, you know, I mean, I mean, I think it's kind of like if you have interest, like, in politics and public, po like, policy, you're probably not the most normal person necessarily um, in society, quote, normal. But what even is normal? But a lot of people you know, that are attracted to political offices. Unfortunately, it does attract a lot of power-hungry people that um, are good at performance mode, but they are actually on the verge of, you know, like, not just, like, narcissi narcissism, like, but sociopaths and psychopaths, you know what I mean? Very awkward individuals that are kind of drawn to those, those, uh, positions of power and then once they get in there just it's get even worse and even weirder
So uh, I was going to ask you, though, uh, are, are you still working with the Vivek people? Um, I am currently not. Okay. Uh, I every uh, I I like him more and more, but he's not. I'm not picking him over Trump, but I, I I like him a lot. Yeah. What are your favorite talking points that he has? I, I don't know if it's necessarily a talking point, it, it, but he's aligning himself with Alex Jones and Elon Musk and Tucker Carlson, and I, I like that. He it's like he's talking to one of us. But that that's what it sounds like. So I can appreciate that, that he's just as knowledge about New World Order type stuff as us, or at least myself. Yeah. I don't know about I you because we, we haven't talked that long. Yeah, I like what he says about, you know, the alphabet boys and, you know, the shadow, quote, shadow government, things like that. I don't agree with the stance on nuclear. I think one of his foreign policy issues, but it is very rare that you would – you know, agree with someone 150% on everything they say and all their stances and takes on everything. But I, I can assure you that he's definitely not on the Epstein client list. I'm so looking forward to that coming out. Yeah, when is that supposed to come out? I thought it was already supposed to be released. It was supposed to be released today, but I haven't seen it yet. I keep checking to see if uh, if there's anything new. You know, whatever happened to Maxwell, I don't even I, I stopped following that. I don't even know what happened to her. Uh, yeah, that's everybody's wondering that. I mean, is she still in jail or? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, she's still in jail, but you don't hear anything. What jail is she in? Is she in protective custody or is she just in the regular cells like the civilians? You mean like Epstein was? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't really know what kind of jail he was in, honestly. I just know that I that I don't think that he hung himself or whatever that claim was. No, there, there's no way he could have done that. So the Department of Justice earlier today, they uh, they recommend six months prison for Ray Epps. Uh, finally, they're they're coming out and saying that Ray Epps deserves to go to jail for what he did. While while people that have never even been to Washington D.C. are getting 20 years. So it's about time they go after him. Yeah, it's that white-collar crime privilege proof. Yeah, it's the 1% privilege. That's what it is. It, it's not about black people. It's about you're either a 1% or you're not. Or you're, you're paid by the 1% or you're not. 
That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, you know, people get elected and they go in and they don't really have that much money. And then, you, you know, they come out and they're building onto their house and, you know, have a substantial more amount of money. Um, so here's something. So like I was saying that people that did not even go in the Capitol building or were not in Washington, D.C. on that day, are uh, like Stuart Rhodes is getting like 22 years plus in jail, in prison. A man last week was arrested at the Capitol building with a machete, a butcher knife, and a brick in his pants. Last week is an illegal. He was arrested, and instead of going to jail, they released him at the border uh, in 2022. And uh, who knows if he came back in the United States or not. Say, so just bring him to the border and then you're on your own. If you want to come back, you come back. If not, you don't. That's almost fair. I mean, I think a lot of people do things and they just think, oh, well, like, I won't get caught or so-and-so did it, so I won't get caught. Yeah, but look at it. If they have all this stuff and they're just, instead of going to jail, they're just booked and, and put to the border, Who the, why not do it? I'm not saying to do it, but if, for them, it's like they're not going to get in trouble. They don't care. All right, so let's get this last episode out of the way for Mr. Broccoli. Hmm. Oh, that's fine. I I got you. I'm not going to say anything, but uh, all right. So anyway, uh, I got you the uh, the last of the broccoli mans today. Okay, whenever you're ready. All right. So this is the current one. Punished for sharing truth. Featuring the wiretap, everybody's favorite. Did I not upload this? Hold on. I thought I uploaded it, so give me a minute. No, I must not have. All right. Give me a second here. I thought I did this yesterday. All right. It's uploading as we speak, so just give it a couple minutes here. Yeah, no rush whenever you've got it. Oh. Wow, I feel like I'm out of shape by uh by being on air. I'm I'm like beat already. All right, let me see if it's up yet. 
All right. We're up. You get you have it already. So I'll go ahead and count down here. So we'll count down. Three, two, one. Action. I am looking forward to voting against Brandon this time around. I am so tired of having the new world order out in the open and rubbing our faces in it every single day. It's like every single day they find a new way to attack us. How can we have this border wide open with single military age men being about 90% of our illegal immigrants being bussed or flown into any city they like? Then they are given a $5,000 visa gift card for their expenses and who knows what military or gang affiliation they are in. And even if they are a known gang member, they do not even care. And China can use balloons to spy on the United States and Brandon says that is okay. But they want to ban our gas stoves. What up, green dude? I heard that you were the first to be fined several thousand dollars from T-Mobile, sir. Do what? It is all over social media today, sir. You called someone that was using a T-Mobile device. You said some words as that we does not agree with. You was hearting false informations. So T-Mobile is going to make an example out of you and fine you for every offensive and untrue statement you made. You are crazy. I know the new world order is going crazy right now trying to get rid of us 99% people. But if I call someone and say something the government does not like, I am now fined for this? Absolutely sir. If you spread false information we will, we will, we will, camp you. Bruh. And what did you find that was an untrue statement? Several things sir. You sent several studies from big universities that said wearing scams do not work. Every single one of those studies gets your $500 fine. By the way green dude, where is your bleeping scam? You need to put the bloody scam on that face. Forcing you to wear scams is the bestest way to force every one of you something that cares to get your gene therapies and die. You are the major reason why peoples are not dying fast enough. Wow. You also mocked someone because thems is a female with a penis and an Adam's apple. They said they had a miscarriage. You said and I quote they could not have a miscarriage because they do not have the correct body parts to have a child. That is total blatant misinformation. Well, if that man was able to have a baby, where would the baby come out? You finna be playing games with me right now? Just for that I am going to have to run my hands through your long flowing mane. I need to check your person for any gas powered chainsaws right this instant. Really? Who is going to hide a chainsaw in their hair? People just like yourself, sir. You are the nitwit that voted for Trump. By the way you also were cited three different times for saying that Trump will remain on the presidential ballot. 
That is very false, sir. You have provided something very offensive to us peoples who are trying to depopulate this earth green dude. Well, shouldn't the American public decide on the amount of tyranny they are willing to put up with? He has not been convicted or charged of any insurrection. You need to shut your app right now sir. That is it green dude. You have backsasted me one too many times. Your clothing. Remove them right this instant. I need to bring you and that sexy junk of yours to the TS naked body scanner. I need to inspect the junk and make sure you're not hiding any weapons of mass destruction inside your person. We need to verify you're not hiding any muskets, any hand grenades, or any extra bug proteins inside your junk. A fair statement would be that he has committed no insurrection, then he would be on the ballot legally regardless of your thoughts. You can choose to not vote for him. Why can't you just have better policies so your boy can get his votes? If Brandon is so good, should he be able to beat Trump without rigging an election? Well sir, that is precisely why we need to arrest Trump. With the 1% need to run our new world order offense for keeps the selection sir. This is the election to end all elections. If Trump wins we can lose a crime syndicate. With Brandon in charge we can hand over the United States to China and we can implement a complete takedown of the United States. It is illegal to arrest someone as a political prisoner and has committed no crime. So what green dude? We run this town, sir. We have George Soros and World Economic Forum backing up every reading we do up in this bias niche. Besides you are also fined for stating you are against a new policy that stipulates it will be legal to have gay sex in public anywhere them something duckers want. You and myself can do the nasty right here right now and it will be completely legal to court us in public sir. But only if we are doing gay. Heterosexual sex in public will still be legal sir. And don't let me forget. You have also been fined for saying you are against satanic symbols in government buildings. You are violating our freedom of speech sir. We need to remove any of your religious symbols and only show our own idols. Have you no shame in not allowing us to worship whom we want? I do not take orders from anyone that is on Epstein's flight logs. Or that diddles children. Now you look here you little rapscallion. We feel the same way sir. We do not take anyone seriously who has not been to Epstein's island to diddle children sir. That is the modicum we use to prove your worthiness of beating the 1%. This is why we have to fight against the new world order. These fools are pure evil. They have sucked up all the wealth out of the world and will create global chaos because their power is collapsing. We know about their schemes and so does enough people around the world. Hey green dude, you need to zip it. When a problem comes along, you must zip it. We don't need you ruining our crime syndicate. Anyway, you need to get informed. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. 
that is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to know about. Go to freedomizerradio.com and check out Listen Live. Also you can check out the schedule on the page and check out the other shows on Freedomizer too. Okay sir, that is more than enough time of telling people to check out your fake news. We need everyone to be compliant with big government. If you are watching this, do not go to freedomizerradio.com. Instead please check out Diddling with the Stars. Every week we trot out celebrities who want to continue their list celebrity status by diddling a children on live smell vision. All the female ladies will show their nipses and the deeds have all agreed to show us their kumquats and their ice cream cones. Speaking of which we need to see this green dude ice cream cone and his two kumquats right this. Instant dot we are all getting fed up with your chicanery and the hiding of thou kumquats. Never. You got some kind of hold on me. You're all wrapped up in mystery. So wild and free, so far from me. You're all I want my fantasy. I got to have your photograph. I just want your photograph. I just need your photograph. I don't got this photograph. You've gone straight to my head. Don't worry that will never happen. So I, I that was an episode. Hopefully it was okay. All right. So Adrian's out for a second. That gives me a chance to take a quick time out here. So I haven't played any extra clips today. So I'll uh, I'll go ahead and get some ads in here. So that's fair. All right, you guys, I'll be back in just a couple of quick minutes here. Global government, the mystery school, Agenda 2030, chemtrails and geoengineering, manufactured disasters. We live in a time when awareness about current events and big media deception is critical to be prepared for the events that are rapidly descending upon us. This is Russ from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Diana and me every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. as we expose the truth big media keeps lying about. Herbal medicine, the globalist real agenda, seen through the propaganda. Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you there. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org. Collectively Rewilding is an online forum for learning, sharing, and teaching the skills needed to enhance our experience in the natural world. We're looking for the best mentors, guides, and instructors who can teach a variety of natural skill sets. If you've got something to share, we have the platform to help you make a difference for free. If you are more interested in learning and expanding your abilities in nature, please join us as a member to explore the world of rewilding. Join us at www.collectivelyrewilding.com today. Hello to all you filth bags and something duckers that are looking for employment. 
We are hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. Are you able to knock on doors and demand to see people's tax returns? We need people who are willing to handle firearms. You need to be the government's new army. Your job will consist of number not grades of people who work as waitresses and did not report all their cash tips. Or maybe they had a yard sale and did not report income. You might need to shoot someone dead who is refusing to cooperate. Or you may have to deal with some children's. That part is for me. You might need to enforce your will on people by any means necessary to force those 99% adults and nincompoops to give over all their property to the 1%. If they say they voted for Trump, you kick them in the kumquats. Look, almost 75 million Americans voted for Trump. Another 12 million voted for other candidates. There is another 40 million that voted for Brandon and said something mean about him on Spybook. We need to teach those political enemies that we mean business as we turn America into a third world hellhole for all. If you vote Democrat we will be coming for you eventually, but for now we are starting our training and first order of work with bringing those right and center wing extremists to those FEMA camps that do not exist. So he wants to work for the IRS. Just go to their website and then we will put you in basic training. Once you prove to us you can handle a firearm and threaten Trump supporters hardcore enough, we will place you on those mean streets and help us confiscate property on all those fast budgets that did not complete a perfect error-free annual taxation form. Good luck to all you applicants. And good luck all you adults and something luck heirs who will let us get away with it. Adrian, did you make it back yet? Yes, I'm back. Okay. And about and about that broccoli man uh, episode, is that is that legitimate? Like, like I I know that we have like kind of a refugee program here, but is it uh that amount of money that's being given out? Yeah, they get a five thousand dollar visa card. Hmm. Well, that's definitely not coming from taxpayers or anything. I mean. No, of course not. All right. Yeah, so with the clips else, that uh, I was oh, what's that? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. With the clips that I was shown, it was like, it looked like, well, you said it was weird because it was like, some people were claiming that they were like Syrian refugees, but Syrian refugees, like, you know, you know, I like other cultures and. Like, I'm all about, like, diversity and stuff, but I know what Syrian people look like, and these people did not, that were being interviewed and going to the, they did not look Syrian. They looked like they were from a different country um, over in, like, those areas, but seeing them look Persian, Palestinian, mm-hmm. Syrian, it looked like, oh, some of the videos that I was shown, it looked like, like African males that were coming here. 
Oh yeah, you just name any any nation they're coming. And I know that there's like, you know, some civil unrest in some countries like you know, Sudan and that refugees come here sometimes. I think it's from Sudan if I'm not mistaken. Um just to get away from whatever is going on over there. I don't know if it's a civil war. I, I those countries I don't really know a lot about, but I've talked to some people that came here as refugees from that country, but they definitely did not look like Syrians. Oh, of course not. Because it's being advertised everywhere. Uh, that just come on to America, do it now. Yeah, I think that our policies, like, if, I mean, you know, obviously they want our policies to negatively affect these countries, so then they can say, well, you know, like the United States caused this, and you know, those talking points. But I think that a lot of our policies were different and we were invading other countries or, you know, partaking in the drug war, that a lot of these countries would be a lot more stable. All right, so I have a few more clips here that I can get into. So uh, I have a couple of... uh, I have a liberal hive mind. I have... uh, I have a, a couple of Dan Bonginos I'll get into. I'll, I'll do the liberal hive mind first. CNN has to admit Trump wins a, a massive lawsuit. Hey guys, welcome to the Liberal Hive Mind. Apologies, leftoids, but the party is over. I know that you were just getting started celebrating the supposed end of democracy as we know it. Trump ripped off the ballot in Colorado. It's over. No more elections. Simply Democrat candidate installments. I know that sounded great in the fascist hellscape that you tend to paint as a supposed utopia. I know the celebration was just getting started, but it seems as though it's already done as reality checks in. Donald Trump wins in court once again as the Michigan Supreme Court has now rejected an appeal to remove Donald Trump from the state ballot. More legal precedent that continues to make look Democrats absolutely horrible. They got egg on their face as it seems the actions that they've been justifying as lawful are actually a gross abuse of power and desecration of the Constitution. Let me show you guys exactly what I mean by that. We got some stuff to get into, so let's roll the tape. All right, folks, so where do we go for news like this? Well, obviously, if it's good news for Trump that even leftists don't have a choice of reporting, let's turn on CNN and take a look at the copium. A state Supreme Court in Michigan has just rejected an effort to remove Donald Trump from that state's primary ballot. CNN's Caitlin Polance has all the details coming in early early today. Caitlin, this ruling comes eight days after Colorado Supreme Court ruled that Trump should be removed from the ballot. Tell us about what the Supreme Court in Michigan is saying now. Well, every state is following their own rules and their own processes for how to have candidates on the ballots, and this is why we're seeing something so different in Michigan today. The highest court in Michigan, seven justices determining they're not going to get involved. The lower courts in Michigan said that 
they acknowledged that there were challenges to Trump being on the primary ballot there, and the lower court said, we also are not getting involved. This is not something for us to determine. And they weren't weighing in on the general election either at that time. And so now this case goes to the Michigan Supreme Court. They looked at it, and they said, yeah, we're not going to do anything here either. But one of the justices in Michigan did write uh, today in this ruling that Michigan is very different from Colorado. The laws are different around who qualifies for their primary ballots there. And that is one of the reasons why that state is ending up with a different situation about determining whether Donald Trump can be on the ballot because of the constitutional ban on insurrectionists running for office. Well, Copium was right, huh? Don't you just love the way CNN has to sprinkle a little bit of bias in no matter what the reporting? She presents the initial story that the Michigan Supreme Court has now rejected the attempt to pull Donald Trump off the ballot, but then immediately goes into total Copium mode, claiming, well, it's probably because Michigan has has a different way of doing things. The laws are different. That's why they're ending up with a different result than Colorado. Not because Donald Trump didn't engage in insurrection and the 14th Amendment doesn't apply. Thanks, genius senior crime and justice reporter, I'm assuming quasi-legal analyst at CNN. What absolutely idiotic analysis. Let's take a look at the actual details in the decision. The Michigan Supreme Court rejected a request to have former President Donald Trump removed from the ballot in 2024 on allegations that he violated the insurrectionist ban in the U.S. Constitution. The decision stands in stark contrast to the Colorado Supreme Court's recent decision, which removed Trump from the state's primary ballot due to his involvement in the riot that had occurred on January 6th in the Capitol building. Given these contradictory rulings, the anticipated appeals to the U.S. Supreme Court take an even greater significance, particularly as the country gears up for the 2024 primaries. The lawsuit in Michigan, in contrast to the one in Colorado, was dismissed before it even reached trial. A court that heard appeals from the lower courts affirmed the dismissal of the case. According to the judge who initially heard the case from Michigan's Court of Claims, there is no room in state law for election officials to verify the eligibility of candidates for the presidential primary. He went on to say that the courts had no business deciding the case because it posed a political question. The Michigan Supreme Court did not release a vote count, and the order was unsigned. The courts in Michigan, in contrast to their Colorado counterparts, dismissed the case entirely due to procedural issues. They skirted the issue of whether or not Trump participated in the January 6th insurrection. In a Wednesday piece, one of the justices from Michigan explained how their state differs from Colorado. The anti-Trump challengers have identified no analogous provision in the Michigan election law that requires someone seeking the office of President of the United States to attest to their legal qualification to hold office. In other words, there's no state precedence to pull anybody from the ballot, and especially not using the 14th Amendment. If the 14th Amendment applied here, it wouldn't just apply in Colorado. It wouldn't just apply in potentially Michigan or Oregon or wherever else Democrats and anti-Trump rhinos are pushing these frivolous cases. For the 14th Amendment to truly apply to Donald Trump, a couple things would have to be true. There would have to be a law signed by Congress specifically laying out the crime of insurrection, then in a court of law, Trump would have to be found guilty of insurrection. As labeled and as described by Congress, he would have to be charged with that law, at least that's my understanding, based on the research that I've done. But of course, as we know, none of that has happened. And the craziest part is even if the Democrats managed to do all of that, they managed in a court of law to find Donald Trump guilty of insurrection, it still probably wouldn't even apply. There's more legal precedents 
which suggests that that's the case. This is coming from an anti-Trump legal analyst who works for CNN, T.Y. Cobb, a former assistant attorney for the District of Maryland. He said, and I quote this specifically, the real key issue in this case is, is Trump an officer of the United States in the context in which that term is being used in Article 3 of the 14th Amendment? In 2010, Chief Justice Roberts explained in Free Enterprise that people don't vote for officers of the United States. Article 2, officers of the United States is commonly understood in the Constitution to refer to appointed officials, and to the extent that the president or the vice president are included as an officer or included within the admonitions of the Constitution, they are typically highlighted, like in the impeachment clause, which specifically says president and vice president. So I think this case will be handled quickly. I think it could be a 9-0 in the Supreme Court for Trump. There's already legal precedence. Article 3 of the 14th Amendment doesn't even apply to elected officials. So hypothetically, again, this is from my understanding and based off a of ruling that we saw previously. In other words, it seems as though it isn't a law that's meant to subvert democracy, but rather stop people from being appointed to positions of power, to officer positions, had those individuals engaged in insurrection back in the times of civil war. In other words, it doesn't seem to apply at all. Yet Democrats are pursuing with their abuse of the legal system and their abuse and twisted interpretation of the Constitution. They know they're full of it. The courts are telling them they're full of it. Their own politicians are telling them they're full of it. Their own legal analysts on their favorite networks are telling them it's not going to work. It's unconstitutional. It's going to get shut down in a 9-0 decision, a victory at the Supreme Court for Donald Trump. And so once again, Democrats, I guess, are showing their true colors. This is who they are. They will stop at nothing. Every single Colorado Supreme Court justice who voted yes should be ashamed of themselves, frankly should be ridiculed, to be completely honest, should probably resign from their post, but the people who should most be ashamed of themselves are those who call themselves Democrats while enabling and engaging in all of this awful anti-democratic behavior. Anyways, that's what I got for you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure to leave a like and possibly subscribe to the channel. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you on the next one. All right, uh, if you have anything to share on that, otherwise we'll move on. I wasn't really tracking on a lot of that, so a lot of that was new to me. Understood. I wanted to share this one with you about how uh, liberals now think Abraham Lincoln was racist. It's about two minutes. Hmm. Clowns, not liking rap, hockey, even some Disney movies. You're probably wondering, what do all of these things have in common? Well, they're all racist. That's the thing. According to woke universities, that is, these are just a few of the 72 things that have been labeled as racist in 2023. And, Joe, you know, what kills me is I think Americans are so over this. Mm. I mean, my family, I think, is indicative of a lot of families. There's a lot of, lot of race mixing in my family. We... we we just, uh, Americans don't have the same affinity towards labeling everything according to race that the politicians and the people in the media and the universities do. The, it's the elite 
that are still pressing this. You know, the optimistic view is that they don't seem to recognize that trafficking in this kind of labeling is divisive, even though they claim they are against division. The pessimistic view is that they know exactly what they are doing. And so when you have people True. like Maxine Water trying to say KKK this, Proud Boy that, it's to say that we're not allowed to talk about the fact that real wages are not keeping up with inflation. We're not allowed to talk about the fact that black people are disproportionately impacted by the failed Bidenomics. So that is the real threat that we're dealing with. And if Abraham Lincoln no longer can be the standard right. bearer well, that's for what justice, what I was yeah. going to ask lost. you, I, if, I, if my history serves me, he ended slavery. How is he racist? So we had this debate in this country years ago of do we take down Confederate statues? What do we do with it? And the same liberals who said yes then also want to topple the guy who toppled the Confederacy. So it's, they want to erase all of our history to the sort of communist year zero thinking where everything from the past has to be erased. And their reasoning is always after the fact. It's the racism, sexism, it's really not it. So I, I cannot think of one good reason why a liberal would want to get rid of, of Abraham Lincoln. And they're calling well, him racist no, for I've allegedly actually, freeing the slaves. I've actually heard a lot of conservatives, um, a lot, especially that lean into like the like the liberty libertarian movement. They actually did say that Abraham Lincoln was actually racist, and they claim that you know that he said if he could free. Like, if he could end the war without freeing slaves, that he would. Um, and then, you know, they say that the war was mostly over land taxes, which I could mostly agree with the argument, which it was, like, mostly over land taxes, you know, because plantation owners didn't even really, from what I understand, they didn't actually fight in the Civil War. It was the poor farmers that fought in the war, not the rich plantation owners that actually owned the slaves, but... I've seen that among uh, conservative libertarian groups as well. Hmm. I'm not saying yes or no. It was 150, 160-something years ago, and he's not here to defend himself. So uh, I just feel like if there's movements to get rid of somebody for, for being racist, I, I'm typically against it. how I view things because if the liberals are for something I'm against it yeah I know somebody else that says that as well um sort of like yeah I mean it would make sense I don't I, I don't really trust any of those people but you know I you know like you said he's not here to defend himself but I know that there was a book I don't know the name of it but I could contact someone and probably get the name for it it's like something about Lincoln and that whole argument all right so I got uh, some other clips to do here so uh, I want to get rid of some uh some Dan Bongino clips right now. And, uh, well, let's do the free health care for illegals first. 
Also starting January 1st, California will become the first state in the nation to offer health insurance to undocumented immigrants. Under the expansion, more than 700,000 people between the ages of 26 and 49 will be eligible for Medi-Cal. CDSA's Rocio de la Fe takes a look at the new law and how immigrant rights advocates are reacting. Immigrant rights advocates call the expansion of health care for undocumented immigrants a major milestone in California. This is a really major step in, in California. Advocates for immigrant rights are celebrating a monumental victory in the fight for more inclusive health care. I'm so grateful. Again, I think it's really, really important to uh, think about how big of a precedent this is for the entire nation. Nettie Velasquez is the Border Policy Coordinator at Alliance San Diego. She's a DACA recipient who has been fighting and advocating for health expansion for years. A lot of undocumented people and, you know, a lot of low-income people, um, because they don't have access to these resources, they wait until the very end to, to hopefully receive some care, and by then it's too late, and we shouldn't have to have people, you know, waiting until they're feeling ill to go to the doctor. We should have preventative care, and this is why this is so important. Those who are eligible will be able to qualify for Medi-Cal, the state's health insurance program for low-income individuals. Medi-Cal offers access to primary and preventative care, specialists, prescription medicine, and more. So California recently, though, just declared bankruptcy because they, they're, they're in debt by, by hundreds of billions. And uh, it got so bad that they had to abandon their, their talk of, of slave reparations. But they're, they, they somehow have money to, to pay for illegals' health care. And all they have to do is come across the border and, and they'll, they'll get free health care. Don't worry, the taxpayer will pay it. Yeah. Everybody is a everybody is a tax cow here on the tax farm. Yeah. All right, so let's yeah, saw, uh, let's see. Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I saw pieces of a debate the other night. I was just kind of clicking through. I don't really watch a lot of TV, but uh, it was like a debate with Ron DeSantis and the governor of California. I'm pretty sure, and it was uh, yeah. really funny for a second. Oh, because dude would not answer a thing. That was hilarious. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'll let you pick here. We have a couple of Dan Bongino clips to get into, and we also have a clip about fat influencers who are saying fat people are beautiful while they're, they're gaining weight to, uh, to keep their fan base. They've been dying. Uh, oh, that's hard. I think, we need to go, I think we need to go the health route. I'm ready to talk about obesity and how it's not cute. It's a problem. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> we can talk about that. Okay. All right. So fat influencers are done. Falling in. All right. Let's go ahead. Just because I'm fat, that doesn't invalidate the things that I say. She died. You ready to get supersized? She died, too. Today I've got the big fruit loop. He's dead. Join me on my fat positive radio show, which didn't last long because she died. No, 
What's going on, everyone? Jeremy here from The Quarter. I hope you're having an absolutely wonderful day. What day is it? Thursday. Headed into the weekend soon, and then we've got, what, Saturday, Sunday, and then New Year's Eve. I think I'll probably work New Year's Day. I know some people have to work, and um, even if you're not at work, it's still good to know what's going on, maybe an abbreviated schedule, I guess. But, uh, you know, if you work, I work. Uh, interesting story. For years, now, suddenly it's all gone quiet. But for years, you remember the healthy at all sizes movement, a movement in which uh, tried to gaslight the American public and really people all over the West uh, that being two to 300 pounds overweight was in fact healthy. It was in fact good. Now, there were aspects of that movement that I agreed with in that, you know, you shouldn't make fun of people because they're fat, Okay. I get it if you're in middle school or high school or whatever, okay, or if a, a fat like me is trying to offer health advice, you're allowed to point out that I am, in fact, a fat. There are certain p- positions of it, but that's not really what the movement was about. It was to gaslight people into literally believing that they were healthy, and not one, not two, not three, not four, but almost all of the propped up healthy at all sizes models, models, or influencers, fatfluencers or whatever, they're all dead. Now, nobody covered that. There were hundreds of articles who told you, kept telling the kids of America that this was healthy. This is why I don't have any problem dunking on their graves. They went online every day and told kids that it was okay to be 200 pounds, 300 pounds overweight, and that it was in fact empowering. How many people do you think they killed with this advice? Sentenced to a life of, uh, you know, difficult movement, clogged arteries, diabetes, losing limbs, all this stuff. Four social media influencers were swept up by the movement that claimed obesity is perfectly healthy. The tragic truth is they have now all died under the age of 45. This is what we all knew. The final videos posted to Britney Sauer's TikTok page made for an upsetting viewing. Speaking tearfully to the camera, the 31 stone social media star who often posted defiantly body positive content about how hot she felt in certain outfits, admitting with shocking candor that she had in fact ruined her life with food and binge eating. And it had left her at just age 28 full of regrets. Brittany had been a virtual prisoner in her own home for two years dealing with the type 2, type two diabetes, repeated bouts of skin infection, cellulitis, which had caused a growth in her pelvis weighing more than two stone. Jeez. She had been forced to ask someone else to cut her toenails because she couldn't even do that without being out of breath. Yet she hoped that it wasn't too late to save herself. I'm scared I'm going to end up in a bad place that my body can't recover from. She said to her half a million, 500,000 TikTok followers, 500,000 kids listened to this woman tell them for years how healthy and how awesome it was to be this overweight. Within a week of posting that film last December, Brittany was dead. The decade passed seen an extraordinary momentum build around a central argument that being obese doesn't mean being unhealthy. In other words, you can be fat and fit. Branded health at every size, 
the philosophy has at its heart laudable goals. It aims to counter a multi-billion dollar diet industry, which has a poor record when it comes to long-term sustainable weight loss as an act of an antidote to the stigma encountered by people struggling with their weight. The idea was rather than do shame overweight people and force them to diet, they should be encouraged to embrace their bodies, find exercises that they enjoy, and eat more nutritiously. But that's not how it actually came about. The United States edition of Cosmopolitan magazine was criticized for running a cover covers featuring plus-size women. These were not plus-size women. Plus-size women, woman might be size 12, 14, 16, 18, something like that. These are women that were probably size 40 or 50. In yoga poses under the headline, this is healthy. As a part of a drive to challenge beauty stereotypes, it also featured United States plus-size model Tess Holliday, who at 5 foot 3 inches and 300 pounds had a BMI of 53, more than double the healthy range, a decision condemned as dangerous and misguided. Self-styled fat activists, meanwhile, not only promote larger bodies as healthy, but reject decades of science which, pro- science which prove the dangers of excess body fat, encouraging devotees to ignore doctors who recommended that they lose weight. Another TikTok star, Waffler69, died of a heart attack, according to his brother, at just 33 years old. Real name Taylor Lejeune did not flaunt his weight, but amassed 2 million followers, again, on TikTok, of children, posting videos regarding bizarre food, including reindeer meat and tinned ham from the 60s. The last video the day before he died showed him eating a giant Fruit Loop in milk. Jamie Lopez, who starred in the U.S. US reality TV show Super Size Salon, also died from a heart attack at just 37 years old in December. The show centered around obese women getting beauty treatments and featured the catchphrase, go big or go home. Again, fetishizing these people and telling the American public that it is a good thing. Now, look, I'm overweight, okay? I don't walk around every day filled with shame, but I do often think, especially now as I'm 40 years old, that I'm really pushing it and that I need to you know, be better. So I've started to get back on the treadmill. I've got a, a, a dry January planned. I've got some plans for the new year to to get back into like a reasonable shape. I'm never going to be rocking an eight-pack ab, but it'd be nice to not be 100 pounds overweight. She had described being discriminated against for being a plus-size makeup artist and wanted women like her to feel confident and attractive. But then, for some reason, she decided to overhaul overhaul her health eventually losing almost 180 kilograms, half her body weight, and still died. Well-known activist, professor of fat studies, Dr. Kat Pauze, who questioned the links between weight and health, also died at 42 years old. Based at Massey University in New Zealand, she presented a fat-positive radio show. She had said, the science isn't quite as clear-cut as we'd like to believe. There's no real consensus. Yes, there is. Blair White is going absolutely viral right now for this 18-second video, which basically sums it up perfectly. Just because I'm fat, that doesn't invalidate the things that I say. She died. You ready to get supersized? She died too. Today I've got the big fruit loop. He's dead. 
Join me on my fat positive radio show, which didn't last long because she died. And there are many such cases. Body positivity TikTok uh, Megha Thakur dies, quote, suddenly and unexpectedly. What? These, again, I'm not a big dunk on, dance on people's graves kind of guy, okay? But these are people that falsely perpetrated this message to young kids, almost exclusively from what I can see the most of these people, on TikTok and Instagram, which is full of little kids, right, pushing this message that, you know, it's cool to be gigantic. Look, you know, we're coming up on the new year. I, I for one, am trying to take, going to take my health. I'm going to take my health more seriously. I'm not going to try. I'm going to. I started this summer, then I fell off the wagon a little bit, and I'd rather not die of a massive coronary before I'm 50 years old. But I'm a, I've never been someone out here who has said, hey, it's cool. Yeah, you should. I mean, I, you shouldn't like hate yourself or you shouldn't let people push you around or ridicule you for being overweight. You can stand up for yourself, okay? But that's completely different than like getting a college degree and telling other people that it's cool to be gigantic. This woman is not plus-sized. She is morbidly obese. She is gihugic. Of course, in a YouTube video watched by more than a million times, uh, Stephen Crowder pours scorn on her work and her field of study. Oh, yeah, the study. Fat Studies Academic Dr. Kat Pause work ridiculed online days before her death. So they're mad that she was ridiculed, not that she tried to program America's youth to into, you know, put them on a track to an early death, right? It, it's no different than, you know, if you had a problem with, you know, movies, like imagine if an influencer out there was like, yeah, smoking cigarettes is actually totally good for you. It's just the societal constructs around cancer that are bad. Do you think people would have let that fly? No. I mean, they let it fly with herb, I suppose. I'm not like one of those weirdos who has a problem with herb. I, you know, I enjoy it, but I'm not going to pretend like there are no consequences to it. That psychosis doesn't happen or that people can't get addicted. Because I saw friends get addicted to it when we were in college. I had a friend that would rather constantly go on space cruises instead of go to class. I'd be walking out of school. He'd be walking in to go to class, a 50-minute class, and he'd be like, Hey, you want to go burn one? I'm like, dude, why don't we just smoke after class? Nah, let's just go. I think we skip class. Never finished college. Another friend, the same thing. So let's not pretend that people can't get overindulged. No, it didn't probably hurt them physically very much, but that's a different conversation. They also were not out there as, quote, influencers, pushed to the front page of applications like TikTok. I wonder why. Do you think China put these, put these lunatics on the front page of their TikTok? No. For some reason, for some reason, look at this individual here. Heart, indiv- heart failure uh, costs body positivity activists at 37. These are all articles in the last year, by the way. All the people that pushed these people on you and said that they were awesome. At her heaviest, Lopez weighed 846 pounds and instead 
they gave her a TV show. Now, she did lose 400 pounds, which is amazing. That's amazing. But at least 67% of the United States population is considered at minimum overweight. In other words, Americans at a metabolically healthy metabolically healthy weight are in fact the significant minority. And then you come out with this crap and people give these people television shows and all these people liking and retweeting these people that were saying body positivity, blah, 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 blah. They're awfully quiet now, aren't they? And when we said, hey, maybe this isn't good, we were called phobic. It sucks that these people died, but I don't feel bad about it because they made careers out of telling other people to take the same path they did and have destroyed probably thousands of lives in their wake. All right, so that's over. Yeah, no, this trend that it's okay to be whatever and it's okay to, you know, weigh like 400, 500 pounds. I mean, like when you gain that much weight and when you gain weight in general, like once you start gaining a certain amount of weight, you know, your organs increase. Like your 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 organs get, you know, like fat around them. Like it's not healthy. I don't. I don't understand how anyone could be offended by these facts, these scientific facts that it's not healthy to be fat. If your body is holding on to fat, it is holding on to waste. You are not able to, your body is just holding on to this waste, this toxic waste that it wants to release and get rid of or else you wouldn't be fat. So I, I'm not uh, I'm not fat shaming anyone, but it just gets to a point where if you're risking your life and you're just saying it's cool, uh, I, I just uh, it it just doesn't work that way. Yeah, I mean everybody's bodies work differently, and uh, you know a certain person might hold fat in a different spot than another person, but. At the end of the day, if someone has issues losing weight, it's a your body is holding on to toxic waste, and it, you know, not to get into like spiritual aspects, but I mean, came across that, you know, a lot of the weight that people kind of lose is more like spiritual weight and that's like a whole other route that you could go with it but if you just look at a regular scientific standpoint i mean your body is holding on to toxins that it wants to get rid of and get out so the highest i ever weighed was 238 and i'm 6'1 I think the so, most I've weighed is maybe 136. And then I dropped about 80 pounds, and I put some of it back on, but I'm still under 200, so I'm happy.
All right, we do have a couple of uh, Dan Bongino, so I'll go ahead and get them going here. So, uh, yeah, we'll just play them. Okay. I mean, anyone here in the military? I mean, Joe, I know you have family, but I wasn't in the military. This guy, I mean, you don't need military experience to read this story and go, this kind of sounds like this could be an issue. Now, Joe, you were, uh, you're a little older than me. You remember that thing, uh, yeah. Missile Crisis in, oh, in Guatemala? Cuba. Oh, Cuba. Yeah, it was Cuba. Cuba. Thank you. I'm, I'm confused. Cuba. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Cuba. That's good to know. So it was yeah. happened before where Russians wanted to put nuclear weapons in Cuba just 100 miles from it. It was kind of a problem. So this story in the Washington Times sounds like trouble. China weighs putting military troops in Cuba, according to a new report. That, 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 I don't know. That kind of sounds like a big deal. A foreign occupied enemy. And, and by the way, anyone out there suggesting, well, it's no different than us putting uh, troops over in Taiwan. No, no, it's different. Um, Cuba, uh, Taiwan's not threatening to invade China. Okay? It's the other way around. That's not what's happening. Okay? The United States isn't threatening an invasion of Cuba. It's not the same, even close. I get it. I'm a conservative. I'm a little bit of a conservatarian on especially a lot of foreign entanglements we get ourselves involved in without an exit plan, but I'm not dumb either. You can argue against a foreign policy, but that's not the same thing. We are not threatening an invasion of Cuba, okay? Chinese troops in Cuba, 100 miles from our shores, when I live in the state that's right there, that's kind of a big deal. So why is nothing happening? Why is the Biden administration taking its ass, right, and just planting it in a seed and doing nothing? Ass in the seed. Why are they doing jack squat about it? I mean, JFK was a Democrat, had to deal with the Cuban Missile Crisis. This is almost as severe. A spy base and military troops, what's next? Hypersonic missiles? Why is nothing happening? Let's put the pieces together and let's follow the money like we always do. Here is a clip that explains a lot of it. This is Professor, sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, not really, Di Dongsheng in China. Now, he's speaking, obviously, not in English, but you'll see the translation on the bottom. This is going to be tough on the radio. You can watch it on Rumble. But you'll see the translation on the bottom where this professor implies that the CCP, may have been involved in setting up foundations for Joe Biden and Biden Inc. And the crowd thinks it's really funny. They seem really happy. No one seems to want to play this. I think Tucker played it once, and that's it. You don't see a lot of this video around. How nuclear-powered enemies of the United States, including China, setting up a military base in Cuba, they're laughing about how they basically own Joe Biden. Here, take a look yourself. 这个中美贸易战过程中谁帮他建的基金公司啊？明白吗？这个都有买卖啊。Oh, they all think it's funny as hell. By the way, you you can watch that yourself. That's not new. It's been out there, but you haven't heard about it in the media, have you? So China sets up a military base, or is going to on Cuba, in addition to a spy base, 
Biden takes his ass, puts it in the seat. They do nothing about it, as it's alleged that Hunter Biden and Biden Inc., including Joe Biden, were doing business with the Chinese Communist Party. And the business partner, Tony Bobolinsky, says Joe Biden was getting 10 percent. Was Joe Biden is is Joe Biden a paid asset for the Chinese Communist Party? Is Joe Biden committing acts of possible treason to the United States? I don't know. I don't know. But the evidence is a little suspicious, don't you think? A little bit a little suspicious. Because it's so strange how every time China comes up with Joe Biden, Joe Biden always seems to err on the side of the Chinese Communist Party. No. No. Every time. Every yeah. just You know, a normal person would start asking questions. Money, China, Biden, China laughing about money to Biden, Biden being the big guy getting money from China, working deals with China, son in emails cutting deals with China. Biden always seems to defend the Chinese Communist Party, lets them basically set up a military base in Cuba. I don't know, man. It all sounds a little strange. Here, we just pulled this behind, before the show, Hat Tip RNC Research. Here are clips of just about a minute of Joe Biden taking every opportunity possible to do what? You guessed it. Defend China. Take a listen. China is not our enemy. I believe then, and I'm even more convinced now, that a rising China is an incredibly positive development for not only China, but the United States and the rest of the world. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. China is a great nation, and we should hope for the continued expansion. We want to see China rise. A rising China can be a significant asset for the region and the world. China is going to eat our lunch Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a they're, they're not, not, they're competition for us. China's not our problem. We can help them with some of their problems. China's not a problem. The idea that China's going to eat our lunch is bizarre. And so what are, we, what are we worried about? We talk about China as our competitor. We should be helping. Do you think in retrospect that you were naive about China? No. What a beautiful history we wrote together. Ladies and gentlemen, I love this country. I know you do too. Sarcastic, funny time is definitely over right now. Do you understand how much danger we're in, your kids are in, and your grandkids are going to be in? Do you understand the danger if even half of what I just told you was true? By the way, I'm confident all of it's true, or I wouldn't have said it. But do you understand the danger we're in if even half of what I told you is true? There is a man in the Oval Office who's been credibly alleged by the business partner to the deal, Tony Bobolinsky, that his son and family members have been taking money from the Chinese Communist Party, possibly in exchange for massive political favors, and that China has probably a blackmail file this thick on Biden. And now we've got audio professors and other people laughing about the whole thing. We got the son, Hunter Biden, talking about an email, the, the, the what effing spy chief of China that he's connected to. Folks, none of this is made up. Show any of this evidence to your liberal friends and ask them to explain it. You have any idea who may be controlling us? As China prepares to start World War III, now do you see why, I don't know, three times a week, Joe, maybe more, I warn the audience all the time to get prepared? 
That was a clip from the Dan Bongino Show. You can watch the full show. We recommend you do on Rumble. Go to rumble.com slash Bongino, please, and subscribe for free. We appreciate it. All right, let me get this last one out of the way here. There are more Biden tapes. People were stunned to find out that tapes are already out there about the money changing hands to the Biden team for Biden's favors. We played them yesterday, and you don't know how many emails I got from people like, Dan, where have these tapes been? The answer is on my show, like multiple times. Here's where this thing gets super hairy. Biden is on tape talking to then-Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko, okay? They are talking about getting rid of a prosecutor looking into his son, Biden's son, and the Biden operation that took money in exchange for favors, okay? Stephen McIntyre tweets this out, and this is a gem. Now you'll see why this story has gone nowhere and has gotten buried. McIntyre notes that the Ukrainian president Biden's on the phone with, which I'll play in a minute. Stay tuned. The tapes are coming. Poroshenko had an aide, Onyshenko. This aide is a lot of Shenkos. Onyshenko was getting ready to spill the beans on this corrupt deal Biden had in Ukraine. He notes it in his tweet right here, McIntyre. Oh, and he brings the receipts. Here's an article from the Kiev Post, and you'll see McIntyre links to it. Just expand that for me a little bit so I can read it better. That Onyshenko said in December, this is, the, uh, this, this is December right before Trump's about to take office, that he had transferred recordings, i.e. tapes implicating Ukrainian President Poroshenko, in corruption to the FBI. Oh, he did? He did? And Onyshenko sent copies of the deal that was signed by Efrem Wernick, a trial attorney at Justice, our DOJ, section which was represented by Andrew Weissman. Oh, that's, that, that, why? Andrew Weissman, you mean the pee-pee hoaxer? You mean Bob Mueller's bulldog investigator, his number one lieutenant? So you're telling me that Andrew Weissman, Mueller's number two guy, just so I'm clear, was aware of tapes of Joe Biden cutting an international deal to get rid of a guy investigating his bribes and nothing happened and the guy, Onyshenko, has the signed documents? That is so freaking strange, Joe. It's almost like they appointed Weissman to work with Mueller to make sure that Mueller's only goal was to make sure that what, they... Investigated Donald Trump? Come on, guy. No. Hush your mouth. That, hush your mouth, son. <laughs> that their only goal was to make sure any evidence of the Biden bribes went away and to keep the attention on Donald Trump. It's just so strange how this evidence is in front of everybody's eyes and almost no one but these researchers are talking about it. Here's the Kiev Post article. Onyshenko releases alleged recording implicating Poroshenko and Zlochevsky in the grift. Poroshenko's the Ukrainian president on the tape I'm going to play for you, talking to Biden, and Zlochevsky's the head of Burisma, who many believe is the source, talking to the FBI. Wait, wait, this is strange. Fugitive fugitive lawmaker? Fugitive Onyshenko? The guy who was going to tell the whole story to Weissman? until he strangely disappeared and got arrested. Fugitive lawmaker Onyshenko, on April 18th, published what he claimed to be recordings implicating Poroshenko and ex-president Yanukovych's uh, ecology minister, Zlochevsky, in corrupt deals. Zlochevsky, the same guy that was operating Burisma that hired Hunter Biden. 
So strange that he was scheduled to travel to the United States in November of 2019. And what happened? No freaking way. The jury is in. This is bananas. He was arrested in Germany before getting to come to the United States to tell the story about the Biden, Biden corruption. Wow. I hear it. Onichenko works with Poroshenko, who's the president of Ukraine, who cuts this malicious under-the-table deal with Biden to hide his bribe and fire the prosecutor. Onichenko wants to come to the United States to tell his story, cuts a deal with Weissman from the DOJ, PP hoaxer, thinking he's cutting the deal with the Department of Justice, not realizing he's cutting a deal with a TDS-infected lunatic. And all of a sudden, he disappears and becomes a fugitive and gets arrested in Germany. Gosh, the coincidences are just bananas. And then this other thing happens. Bill Evanina, another PP hoaxer in August of 2020, as he's at Climate Audit, by the way, Stephen McIntyre on Twitter. You should follow him. He notes that Evanina, PP hoaxer, and the director of National Intelligence's office, stated that the tapes were Russian disinformation. There we go again, which is so convenient because Andrew Weissman, who's in on this whole thing, the Mueller bulldog, is investigating Trump for what they call Russian disinformation. It's almost like they're pulling a dipsy do flipperoo. The flipper, the flipperoo. Back to our friend Hans Monkey, another great one. These guys, if you want to low, know what's going on with Spygate and all this, you need to follow these guys, or else you're missing 90% of the story. No one does work like these guys, and I mean no one, me included. Here's Hans Monkey. Poroshenko is a Ukrainian president whom Biden extorted. Onyshenko works for him. Right after Trump won in 2016, a Poroshenko aide, that's Onyshenko, offered to give DOJ incriminating evidence about Biden's calls with Poroshenko, which we'll play in a second. As fate would have it, the aide's info went to Andrew Weissman, who probably buried it all. And look, Hans has receipts, Joe. So strange. Andrew Weissman's signature on a deal. Gosh, it's almost like Hans has the story and Weissman wants to make it go away. Good, we, So good we have a Department of Justice in this country, isn't it? The yeah. Department of Justice, yeah. So great. Good yeah, uh, me too. I'm feeling good. Justice is blind, brother. Here, it gets better. If you thought this was bad, Hans notes, here's the real shocker. Shortly after Pur- Poroshenko's aide blew the whistle, Poroshenko asked Biden whether the aide was now cooperating with the FBI. Incredibly, Biden assured Poroshenko that the FBI wasn't pursuing it. How would Biden have known? Let's go back and play a few tapes, shall we? Let's just play the tape from yesterday. Again, one of them. Biden, again, no one questions the authenticity of these tapes, on the phone with the Ukrainian president. And I want you to pay particular attention. We played this yesterday. I'll play a new one today. But I want to set it up. Here's Biden. He's worried that Onyshenko is going to blow the whistle to the DOJ and the FBI about Biden's bribe. And he's really concerned about the money trail because Biden knows that he was paid, him and his family, by Ukraine into a number of shell companies, some of which went through Privat Bank. Biden is panicked that if Trump gets into office, that he's going to start doing business with Ukraine, giving them aid and start asking questions. Listen to the panic in Biden's voice as he pushes the Ukrainian president to shut the bank down before Trump gets into office. Take a listen. I don't want Trump 
to get in the position where he thinks he's about to buy onto a policy where the financial system is going to collapse and he's going to be looked to to pour more money into Ukraine. That's how he'll think about it before he gets sophisticated enough to know the details. In other words, Biden does not want Ukraine asking for more money from Trump. Doing so would cause Trump to look into the details. Hat tip OAN for that one. So again, Poroshenko's aide, Onyshenko, this politician, is about to blow the whistle on this whole thing, and he has the tapes. Biden seems really concerned that Onyshenko is working with our fully corrupt FBI. What if I told you there was a tape of that, too? No! No way! Re- yeah! yeah. Oh, oh, yeah! Here's Biden on tape with Poroshenko, and Poroshenko is very concerned that Onyshenko is going to spill the beans with the FBI. And Biden says, but don't worry, the FBI is all on the level, folks. Biden says, like, don't worry, winky, winky, nod, nod. We made sure that all went away with the FBI. Don't you worry. Check this out. Uh, if, it, if it is true that FBI working with him, I, at least I want to know that. No, no, they are not. I told you the, the FBI concluded he had nothing, and they stopped. Uh, that, that was it. There's no reason to talk to him again. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I will check that and confirm that with you. Folks, what more evidence do you need? What do you need to hear? Is anybody in the media talking about this? We just played the tape. Is anyone going to ask Joe Biden at a press conference? Is that you on the tape telling Ukrainian President Poroshenko that you know that the FBI is not investigating claims his aide is making about bribes you took? Is anybody going to ask that? Because it's strange how nobody's playing these tapes but me and a handful of other conservatives out there. That was a clip from the Dan Bongino Show. You can watch the full show. We recommend you do on Rumble. Go to rumble.com slash Bongino, please, and subscribe for free. We appreciate it. All right. So uh, do you have anything you want to share on that or anything else before we get out of here? we got just a few minutes left here. I don't have anything. I am actually going to look up that person that you just slips from because um, I'm not familiar, so I'm going to familiarize myself with that. Oh, Dan Bongino? Yes. Oh, well, I'll link you real quick. That's fine. He is a part owner of Rumble also. I said he's a part owner of Rumble. All right, so if you're done, I'm done. That's fine. It's been a couple weeks. I feel like I'm out of shape almost. But I'll be back tomorrow. Joanne Moretti will be our co-host. There's no getting out easy tomorrow. Okay, yeah, I'm glad that it worked and we didn't have those issues again. Oh, I completely agree. So I can't wait to tell everybody else that the coast is clear. All right. So let me go ahead then. So I'll go ahead and and dump this out. 
Uh, thank you, Adrian, for joining us. We'll see you next Tuesday, and then we can start looking at guests again. Everyone else, we will be back tomorrow. Joanne Moretti will be here, so don't miss that. Until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail, keep hope alive, and remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am proof negative, and I am Ooch. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.